Hello and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney and with me today is a friend who I met and get this, I literally just went out on LinkedIn and connected with her. So that's how you make friends, people. (laughs) Maya Kantai, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is going to be super fun. You're going to love hearing from Maya. She is an award-winning consumer insights expert. She's experienced in leveraging market research to drive growth. She's worked at brands like Honda and Del Taco, and now she's over at Disney Parks. And really, I think the thing that you learn very quickly about Maya is that she sees herself as that bridge between the brand and the consumer, and she's really an advocate for the voice of the consumer. I think you'll hear that loud and clear. So Maya, now you you can tell everybody what it's like to be actually stalked and accosted by Priscilla on LinkedIn. (laughs) I mean, it was natural enough, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you just, you added me, I've seen your name here and there. And I'm like, I knew, especially during the pandemic, I need to start I need to purposefully reach out to people. I need to purposefully connect with people. And I saw your name and I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to get that started. And since then, you've introduced me to so many amazing people and things just snowballed from there. I love it. Yeah, I've learned such an interesting fact about you. I had just recorded a piece with uh, Kai Fuentes and uh, Belinda Brown and Colson Steber, all who are kids who are running, now I'm not kids now, but uh, they were <laughs> kids of market researchers and they're all running some type of a market research firm. And so I had just done that podcast not too long before I reached out to you. And it turned out you also have parents who were in, or a mom, right? That was in market mm-hmm. research. So tell people about that. What was that like growing up in market research world? Yeah. I mean, before we go into that, I've got to say I'm I was shocked when you said there were other people like me. I had never known there were other second generation researchers out there, but here I am and here they are. So that's awesome. It it was definitely interesting growing up in market research, especially when you grow up, you're a kid and you have all these friends that you're trying to explain what your parents do. And they're like, what? Surveys? (laughs) Talking to people? And... (laughs) Definitely, um, definitely unique from that perspective. But, you know, I sat into the office with my mom all the time. She has her own market research firm, Applied Research West. And so I would sit in there during kind of the when she started out that firm and when she had first launched it. And I would do everything from stuffing dollar bills into envelopes that got sent out to send out surveys as incentives um, to doing cross tabs and all of that as a kid. So it was definitely an interesting experience. It's kind of like my mini internship, if you will. And right. I love <laughs> a it. Life, a <laughs> lifelong internship. I hope you got paid a little bit to do some of that. Just some door <laughs> money, you know, it's totally fine. Yeah, that's not as straightforward as someone saying, yeah, my mom's a teacher. You know? Exactly. <laughs> kids can understand. What's a mall intercept anyway? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And especially, I'm probably one of the only under 30 people who can say, I was there during mail-in surveys and I was there for those. (laughs) I was 12, but I was there. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So your mom being a researcher too, I mean, to me, I believe that just lends towards real empathy. And, you know, I noticed that you do a lot of volunteer work. So maybe before we get into what you do at Disney Parks, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your upbringing and how that might've influenced things. And what what are you trying to achieve? Like what, what, what's your goal with volunteerism? Yeah, I'm actually 
glad that you asked about that because it definitely ties into that story, ties into that, my upbringing. Um, I kind of see it as I had all of the advantages going into market research. I actually knew what the industry was. I know a lot of people find it later in life. I knew exactly how to target my trajectory, what kind of skills I needed to acquire, my degree, everything was so strategic, all of the advantages ever. And I still struggled quite a bit breaking into the industry officially. I had a hard time finding a finding even an interview that would take me. Um, I even talked to a recruiter when I had first kind of broken into the industry and they told me there was no way I would be able to get a job in market research. <laughs> so, wow, look at you now. <laughs> I know, and so, and I think back on that those experiences and I'm like, I can't believe I had to go through that with, again, all of the advantages in the world um, as far as awareness of the industry, awareness of the skills that I needed, everything. So I really empathize with other people who are literally, they're breaking into the industry completely fresh out of the gate, do not know what the industry is like, do not know what skills they need. And I really want to make sure that I'm giving back mm -hmm. and kind of bridging that gap for them and giving them those advantages that I had, because I know that even with those, it is a struggle. And so <laughs> I've definitely, um, definitely tried to kind of extend myself in that way and just volunteer where I can. Yeah, I see that you're on the education task force for uh, research and I'm sorry, Insights in Color, which has mm -hmm. been so fun to watch Insights in Color really come together in a much, much, much more dynamic way over mm -hmm. the last year. So, so tell me a little bit about like what your role is there on that task force. Yeah, so I mean, kind of along the same lines, I'm on the education task force and the whole purpose is to bridge that gap, that education gap where a lot of people don't even know that's a pathway for them and to bridge it for both college students and high school students. And especially in the BIPOC community, the awareness is even lower. And so to really get them to understand this is a path, these are kind of the skills that you need. This is a great way for you to really lend your voice in a very powerful and meaningful way. Um, and it, yeah, it's the work that we've been doing, like you said, it's been great being there kind of from the beginning and seeing it evolve. And I know Insights and Color is just going to keep growing and keep having that influence. Yeah, for sure. So let's stick on that for just a minute, because there might be some people listening who are at the very beginning of the career or, you know, got on this somehow and like, what? Okay, how, how can I actually <laughs> do this? How can I create a trajectory? This isn't just maybe, maybe they're just at an internship and they think, oh, this is just a summer job. But so what advice do you have for folks like really looking to enter in the insights industry and, you know, how they can just not maybe um, stay, you know, at a junior level for long, like how would they move along that, that career trajectory a little quicker? Mm -hmm. um, well, to start, can I relay the advice you gave me, which is how- Oh no, <laughs> yeah, sure, go for it. I don't know what I said, but- <laughs> But just how great everyone in the industry is and how much everyone in the industry is willing to kind of lend themselves their network and advice to you, you know, like you can reach out to literally anyone, whether they're the VP of insights for some brand that you're interested in, or they're an analyst, you know, they, everyone is just so willing to help and so willing to 
to kind of help grow that next generation. And so that's probably one of the biggest thing is really making those genuine connections with these people because those just, they take you so far. Um, for me personally, it's led to like, like you mentioned, the Grit Future List that I uh, was included on last year and becoming a finalist for Quirk's Outstanding Young Researcher. All of those things I never would have even qualified or even known about without mm-hmm. um, making those connections. So right. yeah. very, very, yeah. I see you step into those roles only to be basically extending your hand behind you and trying to bring someone else up behind you. And that's just like, it's, that's so exciting. It's, it, it's, it's really amazing. And you're right. Having seen what Insights in Color has just been able to do just this year, I know it's going to be even bigger from there. Hey, you listening to this podcast right now. Do you ever think, man, there are so many kick-ass market research podcasts. I wish there was some sort of an award for them so I could go and vote for my favorite. Well, you're in luck. The Market Research Podcast Award is back. Vote for your favorite podcast in the insights industry and bestow upon them the title of MR Podcast of the Year. Nominations are now closed and voting is open. Vote for your absolute favorite market research podcast at littlebirdmarketing.com slash MR hyphen podcast hyphen award. Voting closes August 31st, 2021, and the winner will be announced in October at Greenbook's IIEX North America. Insights Marketing Day is back. This one-day face-to-face event will be packed full of industry-leading speakers providing essential tips and tools to improve your company's marketing. From social media to blogging, web to growth hacking strategies, branding, and lead generation, we'll cover a range of topics that need to be addressed for a successful, comprehensive, and interconnected marketing plan. We'll talk big picture with strategy and annual content calendars down to the granular level of getting more visible on LinkedIn. So you leave informed and inspired. If you're ready to get a jumpstart on making 2022 your best year ever, don't miss Insights Marketing Day. Visit insights-marketing.org. Use the code PERCH, P-E-R-C-H, for 20% off your ticket price. See you there. coming next? Like, what do you see even outside of Disney, just in insights? Do you see some changes or what do do you see on the horizon from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, I think we're really going to lean into that more innovative thinking, design thinking, human-centric kind of approach to insights. And to your point, there's a lot of UX and UI and disciplines within insights that are already really leaning into that. I think that's going to kind of make its way to consumer insights and even traditional market research. Um, Things that are kind of, you know, on the horizon slash already here, like a lot of video research that has kind of been integrated into a lot of our um, consumer insights programs. That I see it as kind of a means to an end, right? Like that's one way that we can become more human centric and one way that we can really connect with people beyond just kind of a survey question and a you know formal documents, it's one way that we can connect. And I think we're going to keep doing that. We're gonna keep meeting the consumer where they are and the way that they, that they feel comfortable talking and the way that they feel comfortable telling us how 
they feel about our brand. And the more we do that too, I think the more genuine their responses are going to be. And once you kind of make them feel safe and comfortable to be genuine, they, they'll let you have it. They'll tell you if they love something, but they'll also tell you when they hate it. You know, mm-hmm. at that point, when they know that you have invested the time, they will they will give it right back. So. I love that. I love that. So, you know, that's what's coming on the horizon. And I do agree with that. I do think that people are uh, thinking a lot more about what's the experience of the person actually giving the survey, you know, giving the insights, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot more respect for the respondent, I guess, if you will, maybe that's a, the better way to say it. Um, and it's funny because that's at the heart of the empathy of the voice of the customer. So exactly. I don't know why it's taking us that long, but whether it's a, you know, not writing a 40 minute survey <laughs> that nobody wants to take, um, or like you said, just getting them in an environment like video, this just feels natural to them where they, they can really give give, you know, their, their natural uh, opinion. I I think that's really strong. So you talked about this, you know, with COVID, you realized that you needed to reach out, you wanted to get, um, have a bigger network in the insights industry. So, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Are you going to be able to travel this next year for conferences or are you still going to be just reaching out on LinkedIn circles? I definitely cannot wait to go back um, in person to conferences and really just kind of have, again, those genuine connections and see people in person. And yeah, I mean, as much as I love doing this over the phone and it's given me the opportunity to connect with so many people who I probably never would have had access to before, frankly, um, you know, there, there's nothing like being part of the energy and the excitement that comes with the conference and kind of sharing that with all the people around you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I hope I get to see you at a conference this year. Um, uh, you, you, uh, you gotta um, meet me for a drink. Okay, so for sure, for <laughs> that's sure. on the schedule. <laughs> um, definitely reach out to Maya Kantak, M-A-Y-A. K-A-N-T-A-K. So look her up on LinkedIn. If you're in insights and you'd like to get to know her and just expand her sphere of influence, this is really a part of the always be helping, you know, being a part of a community where we can connect each other uh, to other great things. And there's so many great podcasts that are out there besides mine that are in the market research space where you can meet so many other people. But Maya, thank you for taking your time and and really showing my listeners kind of your, your different perspective, especially coming up through market research. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and telling my story. I love it. I love it. Well, um, I would like to visit you at the happiest place on earth. So we'll have to make (laughs) you make our drink over there. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. And from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.